Welcome back to Million Dollar Landscaper Podcast, episode 82. Today, we're going to talk about a few tips to improve your job site efficiency. Welcome back, everybody. We're your hosts, Scott and Katie Molchan. And I just want to apologize right now that I'm I'm fighting off a cold. It's not going to happen, but I'm going to try not to get all like croaky and grossy You're not hack in the- and coughing. I'm going to try not to, but... <laughs> If Scott has to just take over and you hear some coughing in the background, I apologize. It's just me. Um, Anyway, today we are going to talk about a question that was sent in from one of our members of our Million Dollar Academy. We thought it was a pretty important question. uh, So we decided to just go ahead and share it with everybody. You want to read what they wrote? So what they wrote in was uh, they're having issues with job site efficiency. It says their bidding is on point with other landscape companies in the area, if not more. Uh, We are usually the highest bidder for the jobs we get. The problem is it takes us longer to finish the job than expected. We have dialed this down to efficiency. He also goes on to say, you know, some of the things that they're going to do and improve, um, and they're all they're all important, but we also want to just kind of share with everyone here um, some ideas that we had on stuff that we actually did in our business to help efficiency. So. Yeah, and to kick it all off, you, you've heard us say it once, you've heard us say it a thousand times, that you need to be estimating in man hours. Yep. We'll probably say a thousand more times. That's okay. <laughs> Sometimes you don't hear things the same way if you hear it a second time. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you might hear it the first time and you're like, okay, yeah, they talked about man hours. And then yeah. you hear it again. And you're like, oh man, that man hours thing. You know, sometimes yeah. it just takes a couple times to hear it. So that's okay. We'll keep saying it. Yeah. Anyway. But it may seem intimidating at first if you haven't done it before. You know, if, you know, you may just have given prices all the time, but if you don't have a good sense of how much time to put in to estimate, you know, there's, a, we have a couple things you can actually do. Yeah. There are books out there that you can buy that have, mm-hmm. I know like industry standard mm-hmm. times. Um, another thing you can do is if you don't want to just like cannonball right into estimating in man hours, because it is, it seems too scary, too intimidating. What you can do is start, is just keep estimating like you have been, but start keeping track of tasks, like mm-hmm. how long it is taking to get things done. And you can do this or you can assign somebody on your crew to do it, but yeah. just start. So then that way you have times for your company. How long is it taking your people to get whatever X, Y, Z done? Yeah. And I guess I didn't write down the third option is we have a free Facebook group and people are always in there asking what they should charge for this and what they could. I don't really like it when people ask what they should charge for things. I don't have as much of a problem when they just kind of want to get a general sense for times like, oh, hey, have you done this? How long did it take? Because I get it that new people just don't know and they're just looking yeah. for some guidance. But if you do give out the advice, just know or if you're receiving that advice, just know that your business might be different, especially if it's something that you've never done before. It might take you longer. Um, so. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's 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 okay to ask around to get some general advice, but don't like take it all the way to the bank. Like eventually learn the times for your business, but yeah. it's somewhere you can start. Well, like going back to how you know you can't keep track of times. I used to literally, I used to have a stopwatch, and I would sit out there, and this is before cell phones had stopwatches, but yes. I would <laughs> take a stopwatch and literally time how long it take them to plant a plant from you know, one person doing it all the way mm-hmm. installing it, fertilizing it, burying it. You know, all the way done. And mm-hmm. I would keep track of all that, you know, and it, it helped us set our, you know, our production hours for our business and estimating. So, yeah, because once you put those, once you get a good feel for that and you start actually doing your estimates and man hours, then you can give your crew leader, your foreman, whomever, how much, uh, how many man hours they have to get the job done. And I think this is so important as well. Um, because, yes, if you're like here, this is a $10,000 job, 
they have no idea what that means. So yeah, they can't correlate the the amount of money to the time. They have no, no idea. I don't Nobody's, even know what that means. Because no, that has like overhead that has everything in it. Yep. So no, that's ridiculous. So yep. give them a set number of hours and yep. then they can just, you know, figure it out. Hey, okay, if there's a hundred hours, I've got two people, you know, here's how long it's gonna take to get it done. Yep. Uh so that is something like comprehensible like that they can understand. Yep. Then second, if you are estimating man hours, make sure your crew and you are tracking them. Um, and this is done for a few reasons. Like for, on your daily job sheets, yeah. like while you're out there, make sure you're keeping track of your time. Yeah, we actually would have our foreman, you know, we tell them it's this many, this many hours. And at the end of the day, they have to calculate up how much time they're on the job site. Um, and, and then at the end, they can actually subtract off, you know, from if it's 40 hours, they did 10 man hours that day, then they have 30 man hours left. Um, and keeping track of that. And it, it kind of helps them out in a couple different ways. It makes them see, you know, uh, we should have worked a little bit faster here. Or if they notice early on that there's issues coming up, they can actually come to you or the estimator, whoever's in charge of that job, and talk to you about what's going on. You know, maybe there's a chunk of concrete that they ran into that, you know, you obviously couldn't see if you're doing the estimate. You know, this could have been a change order and, and you know, would basically increase the amount of man hours needed to complete the project. So, these kind of things, you know, helps track it, like I said, and keeps, you know, I don't know how to word it, but keeps things in line as far as, you know, yeah, the if, amount of hours. if you foresee a problem, yeah. you can maybe get out in front of it. Like yeah. the, oh, maybe we needed to change order for this. Mm-hmm. If it's not too late, oh, we can go ahead and get one. It just yeah. helps you get out in front of it. And it could be that there were just not enough hours in the estimate. I mean, mm-hmm. it could be the estimate was off. Yeah. And so... Then once again, uh, that is something that it's better to, to find out sooner, sooner rather than later. So you can, you know, move people along, get the job done. But then you can have the open conversation with your crew like, okay, sorry, this one might have been my bad um, because I thought it was only going to be this, 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 and it mm-hmm. ended up picking this. Because like I said, if you're new to estimating in man hours, you're, you're, you're going to maybe bugger some up. Yeah, it, it takes some time. Right. Um, another thing, too, with, with the tracking the man hours and the person estimating it, like I said, they can fine tune it and you actually start to learn products. And I was actually talking to my dad about this a little bit this morning. Uh, we were talking about, um, I don't remember which uh, brand of, of uh, materials using, but it was a, a, a paper material he's using. Anyhow, it took a little bit longer to actually install that versus some other types of materials you've used in the past. You know, they had, it just took him a little bit longer. So he actually underestimated the job a little bit because he, you said was it was a to, cutting issue or something, um, wasn't it? Like, uh, like they just took him longer. He said, every time they hit it with a hammer, it would break a certain, I'm, I'm not sure what type of material he was using, but he said it just took longer because they had to hit it easier and move it easier than. A, yeah. But this is kind of, yeah. Like one of those little things that's a, you, you, you might not see that coming if you've yeah. installed blocks a good jillion times, but Oh, I switched to this different one. Yeah. Oh crap. This one's taking longer. So. Yeah. And like, so now you just know is okay. Next time I use this, this material, I have to increase my time in, in the estimate. So mm-hmm. just one of the things you, you have to learn, but doing this along the way, you learn and, and improve your estimating system all the time. So Yes. And yeah, and it's important for your foreman or whomever to communicate that to the owner or your designer, whoever does mm-hmm. the estimate, because sometimes designers haven't always worked hands-on with materials quite as much. And so they just don't know. So yeah. yep, just keep those communication doors open. Yeah. And then kind of one of the, Last reason, I guess, as far as the man hours goes, you can kind of use this to improve the the I don't know the production time, the amount, the efficiency on the job site as far as 
you know, maybe the guys could have positioned the material in a better location. So they're not having to carry the block so far or, or, you know, they could have put the dirt or whatever it is in a, you know, better situation or better place than what it was. And this Uh, might be one of those things that the guys might not think of, but you as the owner will, because mm -hmm. they, they're just like, I don't know what, we've put the stuff down and we're doing our work, but you as the owner (laughs) might yeah, have a little more of a strategic mindset about it. And been like, oh, hey, well, if you would have staged this here and staged that over there, then you it would just, you know, have better workflow and gotten it done a little quicker. So, yep. yep. So, so, you know, the man hours is helpful in more than more than one way. So, yes. And um, another idea we had for improving gen, uh, the job site efficiency is having a list of materials and the tools that they're going to need, you know, at the beginning. It's going to help that crew leader and the crew so much more. Yeah, this helps them from start to finish. Yeah. It's going to help in like in the mornings when they're going out for the day because they're going to know what. If you don't already have all your tools loaded up in your trucks and trailers all the time, like if they have to go fetch things, then they're going to know what they need to go and get like from the start. They're not going to be standing around with their finger up their nose because they don't know what they're doing. Yeah, and we. This is probably like I, just thinking back. Probably one of the first checklists I did in our business was making a tool checklist. Um, this is before we had. Uh, enclosed trailers or box trucks that held the tools all the time you know we had to load up the tools every single morning mm-hmm. you know went to the the trailer where they're at and we'd put them on the truck but you know we found that where guys were going and forgetting tools or you know forgetting this well because they're picnics. like i thought bill grabbed yeah. it and bill's like i don't know i thought jim had it so yeah. so <laughs> what i did i made a checklist of the tools like all list of all the tools and then i would sit and look at that project and then check off okay we need this 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 and this and give it to the uh, crew leader and you know they would usually in turn give it to the crew members and say, go load this up. And then the crew leader would go load up the material. But having all that down made it so much better. And, you know, we, less less things were forgotten. Um, but it, that was probably one of the first checklists I can really think of that really helped us, you know. And then, and that's easy. It's, yeah. Yeah. That's easy is. to make. And then we actually, you know, started, you know, purchasing, like we said, enclosed trailers and box trucks and everything just kind of stayed on there. And then I would just, I changed the checklist around to like major items like, compactors or you know table saws or, or whatever yeah things that might get taken out of the trailer yeah, um bigger things but that the checklist helped us a lot yep uh and i think another thing that you wanted to talk about was then like just the job scheduling yeah the scheduling helped out too with um having a scheduling board so we we created a board and this one i guess it wasn't our idea we borrowed it from somebody else but as a scheduling board and basically the crew leader would come in the morning and the board we had laid out per day. So I had Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, had the crew leaders listed on top and they would look and they can kind of see, you know, where they're going to go that day, what equipment they're going to need in that day and how many man hours it was and the job site name. Mm-hmm. And then from there they had a file cabinet right next to it. They'd go to the file, pull up whatever the project name was. And inside that file was a list of, it was basically a work order, which had the list of materials, the um, equipment needed, and whatnot. Uh, there was a map in there. I'm trying to remember what else we had. Um, a map, a copy of the contract, you know, and, and a design too. If they if there was a design that went along with the project, so they could ask questions before they left out for the day yep. if they needed to. Yeah, and this kind of goes along with just. Yeah, you're not on the job site yet, but this is setting you up to win at the job site. Mm-hmm. If your morning is chaos and you don't know what's going on and everything is a mess, then you're starting your day out like that. And so, yeah, having a job board isn't technically on the job site, but it's like it's setting you up. Mm-hmm. It's all that planning. It's that planning. It's setting you up to win once you get to the job site because 
if you get to the job site and you have all the tools you need, then you're not scrambling around like, oh man, we got to send somebody back to get this because mm-hmm. we forgot it. And oh crap, I don't have the drawing I need. And oh yeah. shoot, they didn't tell me that I needed three extra yards of mulch because they the homeowner decided to go ahead and you know tack on the side of the house or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so. You know, this is all that you, you do all of this before you get to the job site, but it is it's setting your job site up for a win. Yeah. And a lot of people don't think it's important. They think, oh, I don't got time. But honestly, it literally takes you like five, 10 minutes and look at how much time it's going to save you on the job site. Having the guy that has to run back to the shop or whatever it is, you know, half hour. So it's an hour trip right there. You you know, for 10 minutes yeah. of work, you could have done and saved yourself. And Right. If you've got to send yeah, people on. It's it's so worth go it. For it's those little things that add up and make things, you know, so much, so much easier. Well, and it just makes your day less chaotic because, yeah. uh, you know, the, the fewer moving parts, the few, you know, because then your foreman has, you know, has to remember, okay, I've got this one guy gone and he's doing this. And okay, I've got you guys doing this. It's just, it's just one more thing to remember and deal with. So. Yeah. Yeah. So those are pretty much the ideas that we had to help answer that question. Um, and like we said, we thought it was so important that we thought we share it with everyone here because it's, it's pretty common stuff. Yeah. It, it's, it's a big issue. You know, you start getting those unbuildable hours and it all adds up and, you know, unproduction, unproductive hours is something that really hurt our business. So it really did. So those are just some of the steps that we did to, uh, to help it out. Yep. So, you know, we'd love to hear what you guys are doing to improve your job site efficiency. You know, leave a comment. and Yeah, if you've got out. a great way to get yourself organized and get your crews out there and humming and running, let us know. Yep, we'd love to hear from you. So, Yep. Thanks for joining us today and have a great day. Hey, everyone. Just want to thank you again for joining us today. If you enjoyed today's podcast, we do ask you for one quick favor. Could you please head over to iTunes and leave us a review? A five-star review is even better, but it helps us get our rankings up and help us spread our message. Are you not sure how to take your business from where it is now to where you want it to be? We have a five-step process that can help you with that. It's called the Green Growth Method, and if you head over to milliondollarlandscaper.com, you can take the quiz to find out where you can get started to working on your business.